Yo, I had a, a very like marriage thing happen to me yesterday, and I just have to like talk it out loud, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in the morning we're making our grocery list, and Katie and I are yeah. talking about I was like, let's throw a spaghetti on, uh, cause or a pasta. I, you know, some we have leftover pasta sauce in the fridge. Throw pasta right. on there. We're gonna pick up some noodles. And she goes, okay, uh, what kind of pasta? I was like, well, do penne. Penne is the best pasta. She goes, what are you talking mm. about? I was like, what do you mean? What am I talking about? Penne is the best pasta shape. She goes, no spaghetti. Like the noodles are the best pasta shape. I'm like, no, no, oh, no, wowzer. trust me. So we had this discussion. We take it to Instagram. She puts up a, an Instagram poll in her story. Right. Saw. The winner was Penne. Right. Just plain and simple. So I said yeah. Penne. Instagram said Penne. Do you know what we had for dinner last night? Spaghetti. Oh, we had spaghetti for dinner last night. <laughs> you compromised and we, had spaghetti. <laughs> we compromised and had spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Penne's the tubes, right? Yeah, yeah. The little like uh circle noodles. Gotcha, gotcha. I and pasta shapes are weird. There's a lot of them. So it, I it's all the same shit. But the other vote had like a lot of votes. Uh and a friend of the pod, Kevin, uh says he hates me because penne is most definitely not the best pasta shape, and Kevin's just wrong, which you know happens. Right. Um and uh so I posted in our Discord. And got a bunch of different responses, like um, Cavatappi, like uh, all these other, like bunch of different responses. People, Fusilli, mm. the bow ties. I don't like bow ties because every time I stick my fork in them, they cut in half, and like you can never actually like right. pick them up and eat them. So interesting. What an interesting topic. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Follow us, Big Dead Energy Podcast. Wow, that's a. Uh... Um, you know what my vo- I don't care for any of they're fine. Every noodle is fine. That's my the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the title of it. Every noodle is fine. The Joe Lopez story. <laughs> uh it's ravioli, by the way, because it's always filled with a pocket of goodness. You know what they say about ravioli? Give me the formioli. Give me the formioli. You absolutely hit it right in the head. <laughs> God damn it, we're good. Oh, we're millennials. SpongeBob jokes for the win. <laughs>
feels like that had something to do with it. Yeah, it wasn't helping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was Hunter's wedding and then Mabim Bam. Oh I boy, like, I forgot I, about I think I'm good. Yeah, stacking those days was was I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So Oduels. Uh, I also have some Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher upstairs too, which I drank the last time that I was yeah. drinking and it's you and I good. when we did that together the I think it was what, last year, right? Last January, February? When did we do it? Yeah. January? It was uh, January, yeah. When we did dry January last year. Uh, I like those a lot. That was like one of those Good. nice little things that I uh, that I found. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're tasty. The opposite of you. I'm not doing sober December or January right now. <laughs> um, so I'm drinking a holiday ale from New Belgium, and it's got cranberries Ooh. and spice, and it's spicy. That sounds great. I think I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and stock up on some Christmas beers because, mm. as much as I love pumpkin beers, which I, I love. Love pumpkin beers. Oh yeah, I I feel very good about Christmas beers as well. I like um, Christmas beers a lot. I yeah, it's something about the spice clove of the Christmas mm-hmm. beer that like just does it for me. Yeah, I uh, I was walking through Meyer yesterday or Saturday, and I w- saw a diabolical or no diabolical. Um, is it a brewery is diabolical a brewery? Yes. No, that's not it. That's no. not what I'm Is that the beer anyway, diabolicals? The beer? It's Wolverine Brewing. Oh that's not, yeah. It's a it's a brewing company that's in it's Ann Arbor. An, it's North Peak. North Peak. I was gonna say it's one that you and Kevin and I ate at. Yes, North um, Peak. North Peak. They have a spruce tip IPA. I walked by it and I was like, oh god, I just want to drink that so bad. Uh. So I think I'm gonna buy a couple of Christmas beers to save them drink. up. Yeah, come the new year as a celebration for achieving your goal. That's right. Just drink, eat four packs. There you go. Yeah. What'd you do not? this weekend? Oh man, like I said, we're in the throes of spooky season. Um, winding down, uh, and as it's winding down, we're starting to get bring the jolly up. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So this this weekend, um. I actually saw Matt play on Friday. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I used his name on the podcast. Didn't ask him. Sorry, buddy. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> um, yeah, he was in town, so he invited us over. Um, we went to a Christmas parade on Friday. You going to call that a parade? Him. Oh, okay. So I went to two parades. Okay. Uh, I went to one at Tecumseh on Friday, which was... Good parade, but where we stood, the street light, the light was out. <laughs> like the, <laughs> so it was just dark. Did you find the like, spookiest spot in a Christmas parade? We did. Of course you we did. We did. Uh, the light was out, and like so the, everything was going by, and you just couldn't see it. It was just <laughs> so funny. Um, that Friday, Saturday was like a huge festive day. I took Grayson and we finished some shopping. Kayla took Cora and Clinton um, had a huge day of just events because hmm. it was like a Christmas in the village day. They had like gingerbread making at one place and ornament making and story time at the library and like all this stuff going around our village. Um, so she took Cora to go do um, like gingerbread house. 
tournament making, wrote letters to Santa, um, and like bought a couple things from some vendors. Then when we came, when we all got home, we made cookies on Christmas music, watched Christmas movies, ate our cookies, and then there was another parade here in Clinton on Saturday, which was much better than the one Friday. And there was a line of tractors. Of course the parade. there was. <laughs> of course there was. The best. Not even a float. There's not even floats in parades anymore. At least not where where I, I live. Joe, I saw four parade floats drive by, not even in a float on Saturday. Um, and but the one the best one that I saw was there's a truck in a trailer, right? Okay. The trailer had a uh, generator on it so that it could run lights and whatnot and play music. Okay. Then it also had a hot tub, and there was just a family in a hot tub being pulled. <laughs> being pulled. Sorry, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> just being pulled around the city. And I was like, "All right, is that... all right." <laughs> what? <laughs> I, yeah. I've wanted. I wanted to come up with a joke about this, but I honestly think that's too ridiculous of a scenario to even joke. A family just got pulled around. Not was it like? A company hot tub, like oh, so and so's hot tub emporium or something I like that. I think it was because, like, in order to be in a parade, all you got to do is like fill out a form. Oh yeah, no, there were very loose guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> we talked in New Orleans. All you have to do is apply for a permit, and they hand out like Ooh. thousands. Of, there's you can have like three person parade and just walk down the streets. I looked into it for Florian's bachelor party. You can just do it. You can just have a parade. We should, you should have done that. I know it was St. Patrick's Day weekend. It would have been tough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Sunday was was pretty mellow for the most part. We sat in pajamas basically all day, um, and just uh, we watched Christmas stuff all day yesterday too. So we're getting nice. jolly. Spooky's coming down. We watched Nightmare Before Christmas twice this weekend. But we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, there is the argument that Nightmare Before Christmas has christmas in it so it's like the transition right. movie right so it's the transition movie so we're getting there you Couple just more weeks we'll... skip thanksgiving altogether huh yeah it's not i mean there's no there's no thanksgiving movies there's the great pumpkin charlie brown that is a halloween movie you ding dong oh you're right uh <laughs> there is a charlie brown thanksgiving one i just there isn't nobody fun. watches it no i don't think they play the charlie brown stuff on tv anymore actually probably not we recorded. We went through and recorded like the classics, the uh, the holiday classics, the like Frosty, Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, that's a good one. Santa Claus Coming to Town. Yeah, that's the one yeah. with Chris Kringle. Um, so we recorded those, but I there were no Charlie Brown ones on. Huh. Interesting. Also, we try to get Ben to watch Frosty, and then realize it's just outside of the nostalgia of the fact that it's like a Christmas show that everyone it's bad. Yeah. It's not good. No, none of those movies. Are. No. We watched Rudolph this weekend and Cora did not like it at first. Like the claymation. Rudolph. Yeah. The claymation's a little rough. And uh, it was great. I loved it. We sat and watched it. And finally about halfway through, she just stopped and watched it. Only part she took away from that movie was that there's a part where Rudolph has a black cap on. His yeah. Nose to hide and it comes off. And after that, that's all she, she's like his black nose is off like, that's all. <laughs> she just couldn't put together that that wasn't his nose yeah i love it uh yeah so that was that was what we did this weekend what did you what did you do how was your other than 
a fight about pasta. Well, the fight about pasta was was the weekend, but um, we tried to go out for the first time without our kids this weekend. Um, oh. fr- Friday night, very st- standard. I played God of War. Katie went to bed early. Called it, you know, called a night. Saturday. Yeah. Um, Ben had swimming in the morning. We came home, hung out around the house, uh, and then Saturday night, we it was our friend DeRoja's birthday uh, yesterday. And Saturday, he wanted us all to go to a Red Wings game for his birthday. So we're like, all right, we're going to do it. Um, But here's the thing. Traditionally, Red Wings games on weekends start at 8. So we made this big plan. We're like, all right, we're going to get Ben to bed a little early because, you know, he normally is asleep by 8. But if I can get him to sleep by like 7.15, 7.30 and just start bedtime early, we can get him nap early, all that stuff. Uh, we'll, he'll be asleep. Katie's mom just has to deal with the baby. We'll go to the hockey game. We'll come home done and done. Right. On Saturday morning, Katie's at, yeah. uh, Ben or swimming with Ben doing lessons. I'm with the baby. I open up Twitter. I'm holding the baby game was at seven o'clock. I found out Saturday morning, not uh, eight o'clock. Like I thought it was, um, which is on me. I should have checked the time before I made the commitment, right. but like, I just assumed. Um, so we're scrambling around Katie's mom. We're like, Hey, can you just come over, you know, an hour early? We're so, I'm sorry that like it takes away for another hour of your night, but we'll come home early, like laid it all out. If Ben doesn't sleep, then it's not a big deal. He just put on TV. We'll, we'll come home as soon as we can. We almost made it, Joe. We almost made it. We get to the game, sit in our seats. Uh, Kate checks the camera. The baby's being a little fussy. So, um, Katie's mom is trying to get Ben down. The baby's being fussy. She brings back, brings everybody back out to the living room. Gets the baby to sleep. Step one, the hardest step done. Baby's asleep. Right. Go. All right. We'll try bed. Ben's bedtime again. Let's go get in bed. Ben decides. No, I'm not going to sleep. Not going to uh, do it. Then baby wakes up, starts screaming all over the place. Got to leave the game early. Come mm-hmm. home. Take care of the baby. So we made it like two thirds of the way through the game, which is. I about what I expected would happen if the, if the kids didn't sleep. So, uh, came home, took care of the kids. Um, but still was able to get out for a little while. Luckily we only live like 10 minutes from the stadium. So it's like, you know, right. getting there and back. is not that bad. Um, so we got to do that. And then I watched Michigan win the big 10 championship and go to the playoffs. So that was big for me. Uh, well, and then, uh, yeah, football and then more football on Sunday. Uh, the lions won again, which is been happening, again, which, my God, they destroyed it. It wasn't even close. Forty to fourteen, not even close. Yeah, on real quick, Cora, what are your opinions on the Detroit Lions? Any thoughts? Well said. Nope. All right, good job. <laughs> well yeah, said. No opinions. Um. Oh no, you're stuck. Okay. Enjoy your TV. I love you. Um. Um. Yeah, and uh, this is the most disgusting win in fantasy football i've ever had i can't believe it now let's let's just switch gears and talk about that real quick so on average a win in fantasy football is somewhere between like 120 to 130 points for our league that's just how yeah we play ppr so it's a little bit higher than other leagues any so on average if you're winning if you're lucky you win with 110 points if you're like blowing them out of the water you win with like 150 points all right so like somewhere in that range yeah. Joe, how many points you get this week? Right now I'm at 78. I'm winning. That is the grossest thing 
I've ever heard it's in my so bad. And like I had my my running back, one of my running backs is playing right now, and he's only got one point. Like, it's... And you're still gonna win. I'm still gonna win. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. It's insane. But Kevin got his butt slapped. Jake from Australia. Yeah, Jake had a Jake had a week in fantasy. Which is not good because me, you, and Jake are all fighting for the same playoff spot. <laughs> we're we're back to back to back in the standings, and all three of us won this week, and nobody's gaining any ground. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, did you do anything else this weekend? No, that was it. Hung out, spent time with the kids, uh, enjoyed not being at work, and then this morning. Uh, I'll tell you one other story. So I come upstairs last week. And there's no coffee pot in the coffee maker. I was like, oh, where's the coffee pot? He goes, ask your son. So that's not a good sign. Uh, ben had apparently pulled the coffee pot off the counter, broke the coffee pot. Um, so we had to order a new one off Amazon. And it took a week. And normally you're like, oh, whatever. No. But I don't know if you ever had uh, a two-month-old and a two-year-old and had to not have a full pot of coffee every morning. But it is rough. You know what? I have had that. See? <laughs> it's rough. It's well, not, not not the no pot of coffee, but I have had the two and the two. Oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that so I mean, did you get coffee? Well, so Are we, you okay? We're How's okay. Your heart? We're okay. Uh we had obviously it was a lot of going out and getting coffee in the morning and then we have a an espresso, which is like a fancy Keurig. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't make like the the kind of coffee that I would drink giant cups of all the time, which is right. my preferred method of drinking coffee, like as much volume as yeah. possible. Um, it's like, hey, have a nice coffee. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want normal coffee <laughs> in a large volume. Black coffee. Yeah. Uh, and so I made a couple of those throughout the week to get by, but we got our coffee pot on Sunday. So I was able this morning to make a full pot of coffee and it was I'm right back on okay. track, Joe. Good. Glad you could get there. I'm back. Good. Um, a quick update on the children. Yes. Uh, mostly Grayson. He's like walking 80% of the time now. Oh, wow. Yeah, just cruising. And he like tries to run. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. Came through my headphones. I hopefully it landed on the podcast. <laughs> that was good. Core is pissed upstairs. Um, I don't know what she's doing. But anyway, um, he's walking like 80% of the time, but he's doing the walk where like his arms are up. Yeah, he's trying to keep balance. (laughs) It's very funny. Um, Then uh, he also has uh, two fun tricks. Oh. Well, three. Number one is he realized that Mia eats the food that he throws off of his high chair. So he he does that now. He'll throw food just to... Ben yeah. Ben really got into that phase for both dogs, but Lou especially. I, everybody who knows me should remember Lou that she would sit underneath you when you ate. Right. And the minute Ben found out that she would take the food that he knocked off, that you never got it back. Yeah. Uh, so that number two, he has a really great sense of like when he's sleeping. The minute you pull out your phone and you're holding him to wake up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So that's fun. And then three, he's in the phase where he just hits his head 
and everything. This weekend, he smacked his mouth on the table three different times. So. That comes along with the walking. Like, is the unstable, yeah. I'm going to hurt myself on everything phase. Just and it's everything. Not. That's, it's, it's right before the fun stage, right? We talk yeah. about, like, eventually there comes a time where you, you, go from worrying about your kids every time they're anywhere near a set of stairs to Ben will just be in the basement sometimes. And you're like, huh? Okay. You should probably come back upstairs now. And you don't ever right. like, there's not a moment where you're like, Oh, I'm not afraid of him. going. They just all of a sudden are down. Like, and like Grayson's at that age where you're like, Oh my God, he's going to fall and run into everything. And he's going to bust his head open. And then suddenly he'll be like as agile as a cat. Yeah. You'll not even know how it happened. Yeah. So it's exciting. That's fun. Any new phases for the gray man. I got an update for you. Yeah. My son's two months old and rolls over all the time. Shit. That's like early. I like early, early, like wildly early. And it's, and it, it's happened. It happened actually like a week and a half ago. And I thought it was an accident. Like, and that happens, right? Like they'll roll over and you're like, huh, that's weird. But like maybe their arm was stuck underneath them and they just kind of like figured it out. No, he doesn't want to do tummy time anymore. He just rolls. He's just like, yeah, I'm going over my back now. You feel like you're in an episode of Baby Race or the episode of Blue? Very much so. Very much. The minute he did, I was like, oh, that's early. Huh. Am I? My judo's mom? Right. Uh, Uh, So it is. It's very early. It's pretty wild. Um, He only goes stomach to back, not back to stomach. Um, so yeah. we're still, which Ben did the same thing, right? It goes stomach to back first and then eventually we'll go back to stomach and then we'll roll around like a, and then maybe bum shuffle. Who knows? Um, right. So that's where we're at. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. So it's something else. Nice. So Joe, today's episode, you got a topic for us. I do. Um, you know, I miss our dad talks. I know, me too. We're now combining them a little bit, which is why I had the O'Doul in memory. Pouring out for the homie that was Dad Talks. I feel that. Uh, um, I have a topic for you. It's an exciting topic. Um, Fruit of Darwin. Yeah, I've heard of Darwin, yes. Fruit of Darwin? Mm Mm-hmm. I went to high school. Remember what Darwin... Remember what Darwin did? Yeah, I studied finches on... uh... On uh, the Galapagos Island, and found out that they like evolved. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna talk about one of those evolutions. Okay. Ready for this? I. You preface this episode with it's not as exciting as eels, and I'm feeling it might be. <laughs> I don't think it is, but it might be. Who knows? Uh, vampire finches. What? We're, we're we're in the end of spooky season. Uh, I disagree, but go ahead vampire finches so as you mentioned uh darwin studied finches on the galapagos islands right and way he realized evolution was a thing was finches had different beaks uh and ate different things so each finch has a different type of beak to correlate to what it's eating to right so there's Finches that eat nuts and seeds are going to have different beaks than the finches that, you know, eat 
or nectar uh, versus the finches that eat bugs, right? Those are going to be the sharp, pointy beaks. Uh, yeah, to get um, in and get the bugs, right? Right. So there's 13 different species of finches that Darwin studied. One of them is the vampire finch. Uh, now, just on a side note, before you dive into that, <laughs> could there be a more badass name for a bir- for like a I... tiny half pound bird? Yeah. Uh, what a cool, cool animal. Just like, uh, if someone was like, yeah, I got a fleet of vampire finches at my house, you'd be like, damn, that sounds sweet. And then you walk in, they're just a crazy person with a bunch of tiny puff birds. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, vampire finches uh, only live on two islands in the Galapagos. Two smallest islands on the Galapagos that are each less than a half square mile, and they don't leave these two islands. Wow. Okay. And they are called vampire finches because these species of finch eat blood of bigger birds. They, they suck the blood of bigger birds. Yes. That's wild. <laughs> they still eat uh, insects and whatnot, but when there's times of drought or a lack of food, they have evolved to eat blood. Uh, and specifically, like bigger birds, right? But more commonly, boobies, blue footed and black, or I'm sorry, red masked boobies. Huh. Uh, which have also evolved just let them. What? As like a symbiotic relationship? They just let them yes. suck their blood? Yes. What? Yes. I'm going to show you a picture real quick. Let's see if it comes up on the, if you can see it on the camera. Like. That's terrifying. Isn't that nuts? That's terrifying. Yeah. It's a. If you're, uh, we, this is an audio uh, medium, but I just want to let you know, whatever you're picturing at home, that's absolutely correct. They're literally just digging their beaks <laughs> into another bird. Like, it's yeah. wild. And the boobies just let them. Uh, they think that this happened because uh, at one point in time, the boobies had parasites on them um, of some sort, and the finches were picking them off and eating them. Like, yeah. And what happened was the finches would so far they would you know pluck feathers out and get to blood the skin and the blood and then the finches got a taste for it oh my god and they just kept going (laughs) you know what they say once you get a taste of that booby blood i guess it's yeah there's no going back exactly so they they drink the blood, but then they also um, will eat eggs of other birds. So they'll steal eggs and then smash them open and eat the egg. They're terrorist finches. They're just terrorists. Yeah. Right? So, again, two islands. Darwin Island is one of them, which is like 0.5 square miles. And then the other one is called Wolf Island. God, Empire just a- Finches on Wolf Island? Are I- you kidding me? That's amazing. That's a spooky movie waiting to be made. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that where Morbius went to get his powers? <laughs> it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Yeah. 
Uh, so they stay just on these two islands. And each island, one finch is on one island, one finch is on the other island. Each have their own finch song as well. Same bird. Same bird, different songs. islands, different songs. Yes. Wow. Yeah. The Wolf Island one has a long and mel- melodious, melodious, basically a long, beautiful call. The Darwin Island has a buzzing call. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, these ones, uh, they helped tribute to the theory of evolution because, you know, Darwin traveled around these islands, noticed all these finches. Um, oh. Also, have different gut than the other finches because they've consumed <laughs> yeah. blood. <laughs> yeah, they have to adapt to digest blood. Yeah. So, not only you know do they have these different beaks, they're also consuming blood. They also have different guts. Um, basically, it all comes down to evolution and that's just what has happened with these finches you know there's the finches like i said they eat the berries finches mm. that eat uh plants and then there's these blood finches um let me see if there's anything else on that um yeah they really only do this when there's no food around um, i'm not sure how frequent that happens but it happens enough that it's now i mean they are the i the most wild thing about that is that they have a digestive system that is a normal digestive system. will just eat bugs and regular meat and all that kind of stuff. And then suddenly it'll just digest blood too. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of, uh, just a quick, what I got for you. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to tell you about these finches and these birds and just how wild they are. That is, Absolutely. I, it is a, first off, t- grade A badass name for something that right. is like a finch is not an intimidating thing. Yeah, no, it's not. But for ones that like suck blood and uh, are named vampire finches, absolutely. That's a badass name. Yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. So it's a short one, but uh, just that out there that there's birds out there that are that'll try to kill you if you get too close do the galapagos islands scare you at all um now they do i mean sure it's it's interesting that like darwin was like you know what these islands right here i'm just gonna go like yeah i don't know enough about darwin to know why he picked those islands i think like because they're so they were like so remote maybe or because it's like he could study it without influence from outside but like yeah i don't know why he chose those islands specifically yeah it's uh it's weird like it's it's an interesting thing because i feel like again not a scientist i'm no, not of course not Darwin, but like i couldn't go and be like yeah that squirrel's different than that squirrel you know which is different than that squirrel like like, I, just, I could not do that. What? They scare me. Maybe that's maybe that's when maybe that's why he went there because there's not many animals. I don't know, but anyway, maybe they scare me because that's where wild komodo dragons live, and like that in oh, general, my God, a yeah, pl- like a place where 
a dragon is native is going to scare me no matter what. And big tortoises. And big tortoises. But cool. It would be neat to see a big tortoise. Can, a big tortoise and a, a Komodo dragon fighting. The dragon's probably going to win. Yeah, I don't feel like that's cool. much of a fight. Unless the big tortoise just shells up and then nothing they can do. Shells up. Comes in riding with a shell covered in vampire finches. Stop but. it. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Joe. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so there you have it. Um, do you have any other thoughts on vampire finches? Joe, uh, that, this was a good one. This is a good one. I'll give it to you. This was not eels, but it was just not below eels. it. Eels really set the bar for, for me. I mean, the fact that we have like infinite knowledge and are exploring space but still don't know how eels reproduce is, is just, <laughs> you can't top that. We as a species don't know how eels reproduce. That's just wild. It's just bonkers. Um, so with that note, let's let these people get out of here. Let I know you calm down so you can get some sleep. I'm not going to sleep tonight, but it's not because of the vampire finches because my two-month-old, but whatever. We live and, leave. Yeah, we live and we learn. At least I'll have the vampire finches to think about. <laughs> just Google them. Google pictures of them. God, I don't want to. I, I really won't be able to sleep. Right. Uh... Well, thank you all so much for listening. 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 <laughs> Sean Connor is back. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you. If you haven't already, give us a like, a subscribe, a rating, a review. All that stuff would be cool. You can also email us at bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. Give us some ideas for topics. Ask us questions. Connect. Uh, if you have a cool story, let us know. We can uh, maybe hook up here on the pod. Um, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, if you haven't yet, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Big Dead Energy Pod and on Instagram at Big Dead Energy Podcast. Um, we're getting back, getting back up on the Instagram game. So give back. us a follow. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, every time you guys come back, it just uh, helps us do this a little bit easier every time. So thank you guys for both of us. I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. And remember, click the trunks twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.